Welcome to Trivially Crucial, where we believe every Winchester brother, angel of the Lord, lost Nephilim, and creator of the multiverse are critical and important to our lives, no matter how unimportant a story may seem. I'm Michael. And I'm Mandy. And we are here to talk about Supernatural again. Um, it's been a while. Yes. Um, last time we talked about Supernatural was episode 23, which was uh, questionable and blasphemous. And we talked through season 11. A lot of that was just talking about how great the first five seasons were as a standalone show, and we still think that, so go watch those show, those episodes. Or, yeah, watch all that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen um, to all that? Watch all of it? <laughs> watch all that. Watch seasons one through five, um, for sure, Highly regardless of what else we say. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, the reason we're recording today is that as of, what, a little over a day and a half ago, um, season 15, the ending of the show, has passed. And there's no more supernatural to come. I, it's it's the end of an era. I mean, supernatural has literally been on my entire adult life. I have never been an adult in a world without supernatural. I mean, I didn't <laughs> watch it that whole time, but it's true. So, uh, is that true of me, or is it just barely not? I think it's just, just barely, barely not because yeah. the show started in 2005, and I turned yeah. 18 in 2005. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time running. Uh, I know I basically started watching the show because of you. Um, yes. And that was, I don't remember which season I started on, but uh, I think it was... we started watching live around season eight. So um, I, I think season eight was either the first season I watched fully live or it's when I started watching live. I might have started mid season. I can't remember. Um, no, so. Something around then. But yeah, I mean, it was definitely that give or take a season. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think one of the things we did last time is we talked through the first five seasons and then we talked through the remainder of what had aired to that point, which was season 11. Um, and in that we discussed the idea of putting out an episode recommendation list. So since there are 15 seasons of this show, we're not going to talk about every season. Um, but we figured before we get to talking the ending, um, you know, with all spoiler, you know, all spoiler warnings out and just whatever details we feel are relevant, uh, we would talk through an episode recommendation list for the not great seasons. Right. So that's any <laughs> um, season after season five. Obviously, we blanket recommend seasons one through five. Yes. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And I guess you we can, can go ahead stop and... there, by the way. You can stop yes. after season five. You don't have to be Stockholm Syndrome like the rest of us and keep going. 100%. I, I actually say that if you don't intend to go all the way to the end, you should stop at season five. I think there are a couple of really good standalone episodes you can still watch beyond season five, but you have to have no interest in the bigger story that they hint at. Just watch that episode. <laughs> right. Because a lot of that just won't make sense. You'll be like, you don't know, you won't know who half the characters are and why they're important, but they might still be fun. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so with that, uh, I guess, you know, as a general format, like we said, seasons one through five, just watch them. Um, but we can jump in uh, to season six and talk through what we think it's important for people to watch. So uh, you start us off, Mandy. So Michael and I were arguing about this a little bit on text message the other day, um, because my recommendation for season six is there is one episode worth watching <laughs> and the rest should burn and die. Um I think I said this last time. I'm not sure. Uh, but season six is the season that almost made me stop watching the show. 
Uh, and that was with knowing that there was a season eight I was trying to watch in time for. Uh, but I really, 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 really hate season six. Uh, and in fact, there I thought for a little while I was going to rep- recommend two episodes. Uh, <laughs> but I went back and watched the other episode. I watched these two episodes that I was theoretically going to recommend. And uh, one of them, I was like, no, it wants to be a good episode, but it's not. And that is because I hate soulless Sam. I hate him. I hate him so much. So anything he's in is tainted and I cannot in good conscience recommend it. So I am only recommending episode 15 of season six, the French mistake. And uh, I think you can watch that. And there is some like context at the beginning and end, but I think you can ignore that and just watch the middle and have a really good episode. So we don't actually feel very different about the season. The only reason I have more episodes to recommend is because I am very obstinate when it comes to watching things to completion. Um, I don't think so like, it's necessary. You don't. I know. Need no, no. It, no. Guys. So I'm not saying it's necessary. <laughs> but my my approach to this was two things. One was which episodes are really good, and then the two was like, okay, what's the bare minimum to understand what's going on over the course of the season? So like, I, I mean, I have I think in history, I think there are two TV shows I can think of where I intentionally skipped around to watch just the minimum for stories. And even then I think I watched more than I was supposed to, if only watching the good things, but I was glad I did. So it's just like a really a different attitude towards that. Not so much the season. Cause I agree. Soulless Sam is terrible. Uh, and everything with him in it is, is just weighed down by it. It's just a really, really bad season of TV. It is but, so bad. Um, so when we take it with that approach, there were only two seasons or two episodes that I recommend. Um, I just have a different reason that got me to recommend two others. So one of them was indeed the French mistake. Um, it's just, it's an episode that I think indicates a lot of what the show does later, which is it just leans into the fandom and fourth wall breaking, breaking and being great uh, to its fans. And I feel like this is a good indicator of that. Um, yes. uh, the other one. It's though, just was- so funny when, when Jared Padalecki meets his wife. oh i love it yeah it's so good um so the other one though that i i did like was uh four which is weekend at bobby's um Mm. and that's an episode where the entire thing's written from bobby's perspective and it's just really over the course of the show and i don't even know if i loved bobby yet at that point in the show but i know eventually i did um because he's around for a while and really important and it's just really neat to see like wow sam and dean are really full of themselves because they continue to be uh (laughs) and uh and they don't realize huh this other guy who is like our second father and in some ways has helped raise us and take care of us has stuff going on that is not us um and i just thought it was I appreciate it for that, but that's the only other episode going by the standard of which episodes do I think are worth watching in and of themselves um, that I had for season six. So to make it clear, neither of us like season six at all. (laughs) Um, And I I actually would completely forgive you if you just skipped the entire season point blank as a viewer and just, you know, it's kind of like season one of Parks of Rec, not necessary. Right. And so I think the remainder of these episodes that I'm going to mention it's purely because I think for me as a watcher, if I watch it and I jumped into season seven, I'd be like, which we have similar comments for, but <laughs> if I watch season seven, I'd be like, wait, so what's going Like, I would just have this weird, I don't know, discomfort with not knowing what happened. Um, and so I, these are like, not even second tier. These are like fifth tier episodes that I'm going <laughs> to recommend as just like a way to appease that feeling. Um, so 
there's season or there's episode seven, which is family matters, which is just learning that Sam doesn't have a soul still doesn't make that storyline any better, but Hey, that's where, you know, characters learn that that's what's going on. Um, then there's, uh, there is the beginning of us, or there's a storyline with death who is significant in later seasons, um, in episode 11, which is appointment in Samara. Um, and that's, again, it's just setting up the whole, there's a lot that happens with the character of death over the course of the show. And that's, I think a significant milestone in that relationship. Um, then I think towards the end, just so you have an understanding of where this, if you want to start season seven, which again, we will talk about season seven in a moment. Um, <laughs> then I think not the second to last episode, but episodes 20 and 22. So near the end of, of the season and the finale, just, to set you up to understand like, okay, how did this stuff get settled? And now we're going into um, season seven. So that's it. But really episode four and 15 are the good ones. And that's it. That is true. <laughs> I mean, okay. I would say that instead of watching all those episodes, just read the Wikipedia summaries and you'll be okay, fine. That's bet. That is absolutely what you should do. Um, I, this is more of a, if you, if you have unconscious or a, you know, irrational anxieties over not completing things and not knowing what happened. But, um, but yeah, totally. The Wikipedia summary would be way better and just watch 15 and maybe four and that's it. Um, so yeah, French mistake, definitely watch it. I, I mean, that's the kind of thing where even if you just watch the seasons one through five, like you said, Mandy, there are some sh episodes worth watching. That's an episode worth watching. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Completely agree. Uh, so season seven is another truly terrible, terrible season. Yeah. Um, I really hate the Leviathan storyline. I just uh -huh. do. I just, I, and it, it is a shame that Charlie is introduced in such a Leviathan heavy episode um, yeah. because I can't even recommend it. So <laughs> the no, episodes, so I, I have to, I, I you cannot I, not meet Charlie. Like, I, like when they meet I, her, I, I think you can meet her in other episodes and not be subjected to stupid Leviathan dick whatever his name is um, i just think the bromance between charlie and dean is just it's the beginning of that is just too precious <laughs> you I, can't miss I it i know <laughs> so the episodes i am gonna recommend are season seven episode eight uh season seven time for a wedding uh because uh i think uh this has two things that i like it has uh garth and becky so I think this is the first episode with Becky? Garth in it. Uh, Becky is the fangirl. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, I remember that. So uh, Dean ends up getting teamed up with Garth, and this is your first time meeting him. And he's kind of this, like, dweeby-looking hunter, but he actually, like, create in the end, he becomes this really interesting counterpoint to Sam and Dean, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, and then Becky uh, is the rabid fangirl from earlier seasons, uh, and uh, she pops up every now and again. And in this episode, she makes a love potion. So D Sam will have to marry her. Uh, and it's just a funny uh, episode. Um, and I also really love Garth. So you're going to see a lot of Garth recommendations. I didn't have that on my list, but I have no arguments with you on that. That's a that's a reasonable recommendation. So, so the next one I'm going to recommend is one of the more emotions episodes. And that is episode 10. Death's yeah, door. That's, my, that's on my list. Yes. Bobby uh, got shot in the previous episode, but the previous episode is really not worth watching. 
other than to know Bobby yeah. got shot. You will understand that Bobby got shot when you start to watch the episode. So in fact, you fine. can watch the previously on Supernatural and that'll tell you Bobby got shot. <laughs> so, you know, and, and this is just kind of Bobby, you know, just like struggling with kind of the choice of his past choices, his current choices. There's, Oh, it's, it's very good. It's very good. And then the next one I'm going to recommend is um, episode 18, uh, which is party on Garth. Cause once again, <laughs> I love Garth. So uh, this is just a fun monster of the week episode. Like it doesn't really touch on the rest of the big storyline stuff. It's just like, other than um, Bobby's ghost is in it, but mostly it's just like, it's fun, you know, hunt a monster with a fun sidekick. So, uh, yeah, three episodes for season seven. So that's a slight up from season so six. The only episode I had on my list for, you know, that actual tier one here are real episodes I recommend was Death's Door for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't argue with the other two that you recommended um, because Garth is definitely like, he's one of those characters who sticks around for a while and you're grateful he's part of the show um yes. and you know yeah this is part of that relationship but uh, but then again filling in those gaps for if you want to have a vague idea of what happened over the course of the entire arc um i had just the premiere for the season um, which generally is a thing i recommend is watching the first episode of a season just so you understand how things get kicked off um because also sometimes there's time skips between seasons and all that and you're like oh well what has happened in the year between or something um so uh, episode one, um, and uh, that also, uh, and then uh, episodes 20 and 23, which is, uh, so 20 is the introduction of Charlie, which is the girl with the Dungeons and Dragons tattoo, um, which, you know, just from the title, you get an idea of, uh, it's it's clearly made to have parts that are fun for fans. Um, so I love Charlie. I love Charlie more than Garth, and I think it's worth dealing with the crap uh in the in episode i love it. charlie i just hate the leviathan <laughs> and I there's too, so much just leviathan in, stuff in this episode i'm just saying like if you're gonna go watch season seven understand all the leviathan stuff is stupid and it doesn't really make any sense and it's just ro get, be ready to roll your eyes at it and ignore it when it comes on screen and then you can enjoy charlie um and then uh episode 23 which is survival of the fittest which i think is the finale um, I did not write why I put that in there, but I think generally I'm, I have like kind of, again, I think normally I tend to just say like, watch the beginning and watch the ending of a given season. Um, although I didn't tell people to watch season or episode one of season six. So there is that. Um, it's because Solus Sam is so terrible. Yeah. Well, and that's, so ultimately that's part of why this Leviathan thing is a problem too. And, you know, I, there's so much effort into making the main characters who are already problematic, like into the problem. And it's like, guys, they're already uh, have like terrible judgment. So every time you try and pull someone in and like Leviathan is a big part of pulling Cass into being an antagonist. Right. Ugh, I and, hate And It's that. just like, it's all stupid. Like every time they make Sam or Dean or Cass, the bad guy, it's just like, all right, this is exhausting. I think it's um, one of the reasons why I hate season six, seven, and eight so much is because yeah. I feel like they really laid into Cass as a bad guy. Um, and I I just can't, I can't do that. Right. Like it, I, I, I am don't not buy on board. It is the thing is like, I don't, yeah, I, I can't get on board. You can't convince me that this is what this character would do. 
it's a whole whole thing. It's like, I mean, Sam and Dean, yeah, I can totally understand them doing some things that Cass, like, that they suggest Cass does. But even then, it's just like, guys, they're already already problematic with the terrible decisions they make. I don't need you I to know. give them some supernatural reason for being a bad guy. Like, I don't, this is... Like, the yeah. only thing they had Cass do in these three seasons, and we haven't started talking about season eight yet, that I somewhat bought was Cass trying to reform heaven. But the way they had him do it, where he thought he could be, like, the new god or whatever, and, Which is like, like... There's no way he would be that presumptive. No. 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 <laughs> I'm just like, this is not... Cass wasn't even close to the top tier of angels. He's, like, yeah. a worker bee angel. I it just... I hate it it's not in Cass's character it's not who he is like I you'd have to have like many many seasons of Cass getting juiced with power for him to even start thinking but they like go there straight in season six they go there straight in season six and they don't really let it go till season nine and it's really frustrating to me in fact it really undermines all the Archangel stuff later too Oh, hugely, hugely. No, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, and with that going into season eight. So, uh, I actually was on travel for work this week. I know Corona it's, it was a whole thing. Uh, it had to happen. And whenever I'm on travel, uh, and I'm in a random hotel room, I know that when I'm getting ready in the morning, I can turn on TNT and depending on the time zone, either charmed or supernatural is on, right? (laughs) Cause they do three hours of charmed and then they do three hours of supernatural. Is this original Charmed, I'm guessing? Yes, original Charmed. So it was one of my favorite seasons of Charmed. So that was nice. But then it was season eight of Supernatural, which was (laughs) coming on. And I was just reminded of how much I hate season eight. It's terrible because I like Osric Chow. uh, That might not be how you say his name. Um, That's Kevin, right? That's Kevin. But I hate... Kevin's like I hate most of the episodes he's in like and it's not his fault it's the storylines they put him in yeah his character is fantastic the story they put him in is terrible so I when I look at my episode list for season eight I feel really terrible because none of them are Kevin episodes and that's just because Kevin is Kevin is intrinsically tied to the storyline like you cannot get an episode that's like Kevin without the storyline. Yeah. And and so I feel really bad about that. But the episodes I'm gonna recommend are um episode four, Bitten, just because I felt like that was a really interesting episode. Which one was that? So this is an episode that's like very found footage. Uh, It's about college students and werewolves. And in the end, Sam and Dean decide to let one of the werewolves go. Um, And this is kind of, I think, where they introduce the idea of pure blood werewolves, which never went anywhere and not important. That's not important. Uh, But uh, I just thought it was a really interesting episode. It's like a really interesting example of what a show like Supernatural that has no threats against it can do where you have this episode where the main characters are like not the focus of the episode. Right. Yeah. Uh. So I, I mean, I also don't think eight's great, but because of what you said with how intimately tied the story is with, you know, Kevin, for instance. Um, and I think just Kevin himself is important. Like I, it feels like a waste for somebody to go through supernatural and not, feel bonded to Kevin. I'm not done um, with my episode recommendations, oh, oh, sorry. Michael. I had more than one episode. Sorry. Well, <laughs> no, I, okay. I don't, so that's the problem. <laughs> I am sure Michael is also going to recommend this episode, but this is uh, episode 11, LARP and the Real Girl. 
uh, which is a Charlie episode. And I love this episode because uh, it's Charlie, Sam and Dean and they're LARPing. And like, I feel like Dean really like loves LARPing. And I just, I love, it's a great episode. It's a great episode. The next episode I have was right after that, which was episode 12, which is as time goes by. And it's not because I actually think this is a truly great episode, but this is the first Men of Letters episode. And that's actually like really important to the whole rest of the show. So, and it, and it does tie back to some John Winchester stuff and as Abaddon. So, you know, it's kind of kind of important i guess and then the last episode i'm going to recommend is another charlie episode which is um pac-man fever so uh this is an episode where they encounter genies again and that's not really important the more important stuff is kind of this the charlie dean stuff and kevin is in this episode so if you haven't been watching the rest of the season you're like what is this kevin stuff does that even make sense and it doesn't make sense and i'm sorry uh and that's all i recommend um which episode was pac-man fever episode 20 sorry okay um okay so for me uh now if you somehow manage to trudge through season six and seven you can definitely do that for eight um yes that's true you know that's uh so i'm gonna go ahead and say that it's better than season six and seven uh it does get you benny yeah so and that's the thing is like there's a lot of little things like there's multiple charlie episodes there's kevin there's benny uh, and that kind of relationship with Dean is, I think, important, just it fleshes out his character more. Um, so for me, I have very little. It's sort of like an all or nothing for the for this season. Like, yeah, I mean, I, so LARP and the Real Girl is the one episode that I really had on my list. Um, then, uh, you know, Pac-Man Fever, I actually completely forgot that was an episode. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, and I think I had. Uh, oh, I had. Um, I totally forgot men, men of letters were introduced in this, but that's important. So like, yeah, I mean, I would say I would not argue with any of your episodes and maybe I would throw in, um, episode 14, which is trial and error, which is a, uh, they, I think they kill a hellhound. It's part of their whole thing. Um, and there's, I think like mythology wise, there's some significance to just the conversations in that episode, but this is like, I think, I think it's worth starting off watching the first several episodes of the season and seeing if you can stomach it or not. Um, if you can stomach how terrible the, like just how bad the storyline is, then I think it's worth it because there's so much, like there's so many little good things that get referenced so much later that it sets the groundwork for. And so I think it's worth it. Um, but I feel like we just have to talk about why the season is bad real quick. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. We do need to do that. (laughs) This season is the season that I think, I think, Michael, you and I both watched this live, the season finale, because I remember us talking about it and being angry, like, uh, because this was a season where they're trying to close the gates of hell. And there's two things that go on in this season that make me angry. One, they're trying to close the gates of hell and they do. They don't. They don't in the end. Uh, This is is what led us to the conversation. And the last time we recorded about this, where we said Sam and Dean are the bad guys. Yes. Yes. And then two, they, this, this season seeds this whole idea that demons can be redeemed, which was something I was really invested in because demons are just humans who have been in hell for a long time, except for Lucifer. Yeah. And so this is, they like, they start, they find a way to, um, 
there's a priest who helps the who who found a way to like change demons back into like having souls and then they like almost the part of closing hell uh was they had to cure crowley and like that never goes anywhere that never goes anywhere and it makes me so angry like the like demons are just humans you've given up hope on right like which is super frustrating. And then if you are going to give up hope on them, close the gates of hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I just, <sighs> they're either totally irredeemable and a force for evil, in which case you shouldn't have started this whole thing in the first place. And you need to close the gates of hell or they're redeemable and you need to do something with it. Right. Like, and, and I feel like the show never really picks at that thread much more. Like it tries right. to, you know, like in the sense that, like by the end of the show with Rowena running hell, hell's less of a force of like concern just in general, but demons are still bad. And I'm not sure Rowena has reformed hell. And like, it, it's just like, I, I mean, we're going to talk about this when we get to the finale. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold my, I'm going to hold my piece. Uh, but I have, that opinions. might actually be my, th- I think maybe that's why I recommended trial and error. I think is that, that might be where you're introduced to Rowena at the very end. Oh, that it might, might be. Have been. That might be why I, I brought that up. I, I forget. There's so many episodes. <laughs> I cannot remember. I think Rowena is introduced at some point in this season, but I cannot remember. It's either this season or the next. Um, all right. So, yeah, I, I, season eight. We hate it. Um, yeah. So, se- season eight, I don't love it, but I also actually think it's not one of the worst three. Like, for me, I know we don't agree on this, but season six and seven, definitely two of the worst three seasons. I think eight is enough better Again, that like I think it's worth trying to watch the first couple of episodes and deciding, am I going to stomach this whole season or not? And if not, then skip just to the episodes that you know Mandy mentioned. Um, and so we're talking, what is it? Episodes 11, 12, 14, and 20, if you combine our lists. And that's it. Yeah, LARP and the Real Girl. Um, I also recommended episode four. It's not necessary. Oh, I episode just four. Which, which one was four? Uh, bitten. That's right. Yeah. So but just, uh, you know, a handful of those and that's it. And then, um, but, uh, but uh, again, if you can, I think getting through eight sets you up to like have context for a lot of important stuff that happens later. Um, so we can move on to season nine, which, um, yeah. So I do not recommend all of season <laughs> nine. Uh, I know this is probably going to be a point of contention. I just, Season nine is one of those seasons where I'm just like, what even happened? Like, it's, is it even important? Who cares? Who cares? It's got Abaddon. It's got the stupid Gadriel stuff. Uh, It's uh, just frustrating. It's frustrating. It's got more of the angel war stuff, which I find personally very frustrating because once again, it has this trying to set Cass up as this like, revolutionary and and angel in heaven and it's a role cast doesn't even want and they keep trying to thrust it on him and i i find that very frustrating so the episodes i do recommend are uh episode four slumber party which is a charlie episode (laughs) and it has to do with the minna letters and wizard of oz uh and it's kind of a fun little episode but it's got charlie so that that makes it fun i also recommend episode seven which is uh bad boys and that's because I like any episode that has a Sam and Dean as kids flashback. 
<laughs> and that's what this is, is it's there's a time period where Dean was sent to a boys school, a reform school, um, and he gets called back to help. And so it's like his flashbacks while he was there, um, but also dealing with um, uh, what's happening now. Um, right after that, I just keep going into episode eight, Rock in a Hard Place, because this is a Jody Mills episode and I'm always on board. Uh, with Jody Mills, um, but also because this is a funny episode where Sam and Dean have to join a church chastity group, and it was just funny. I'm sorry, it was funny. Next, I have episode 12, uh, which is Sharp Teeth, which is a Garth episode. But the thing I like about this episode um, is it. Uh, Reveals Garth as a werewolf, uh, which is something Sam and Dean didn't know about before. And there's kind of this like, uh, well, he because he recently became a werewolf. But then we get into these questions of do monsters have to be bad, right? Are monsters Which they monsters? start with Benny in season eight. Yes. Yes, they do. And I love Benny. I just hate yeah. those episodes. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then I would say skip ahead to episode 15, uh, which is hashtag thin man. Uh, and that's just because I love the ghost hunters. I love, or ghost facers. Sorry. The ghost yeah. facers. I ghost love facers. them. Any ghost facer episode is great. And you could literally watch nothing else in the show and just watch ghost facers episode and watch good episodes. And just basically crack up the whole time. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. Great. And then the next episode I recommend is episode 19, which is Alex, Annie, Alexis, Anne. It basically sets up Wayward Sisters, right? Which is a show that never came to be. But Jody Mills as this person who uh, takes in a bunch of uh, kids, uh, girls um, who have been basically harmed uh, by Supernatural (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh, making a family out of them. Now, before I go into letting Michael give his recommendations, I'm going to give one anti-recommendation, which is if you are watching this whole season and there is an episode to skip, it is episode 20, Bloodlines. Yep. It is a backdoor pilot of a show that would have been stupid and never should have happened, and I don't even know why it was an idea, because Bloodlines is nothing like Supernatural. It would have been more like, I guess, Vampire Diaries kind of show. I'm fairly sure that Bloodlines is actually the lowest rated episode of the entire show. It by, is like, terrible. By fans. Like, it, I mean, just, Sam and Dean are basically bad. not in it, and it's completely tonally different from Supernatural. And I don't mean that in like an interesting way. It, it's like it's terrible. It's terrible. Do it's, not it's watch a, Bloodlines. I mean, like for me, I, I can't imagine telling somebody, "Hey, you should watch a whole season, but skip one episode." Um, but if there was going to be an episode to skip, I hundred percent agree. Like, it's basically if not there's going to be an episode to skip in the entire show, this is the it's one. Bloodlines. Yes. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Uh, you you miss. There's nothing. Does anything significant happen in here? Anything in even remote? No. No. Bloodlines literally does not affect anything in the rest of the show. Yeah, I I think the whole show is basically just like if you just remove it, there's no difference. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that anti recommendation. Um. Okay, so for me. This is the first season where, like, where season eight, I was like, hey, you should really try it. And again, this is my bias towards watching things to completion. I think season season nine is a watch it season. Um, that said, I don't disagree with uh, Mandy's recommendations for episodes. Uh, if you are going to pick and, uh, pick and choose, um, I then I think the only other things that I would have changed were... Um, uh, 
that I would add would be season or episode 11, um, Firstborn, because that is the beginning of the Mark of Cain storyline. Nah. And not again, this is I, this is not because I think it's good, but because of a like, OK, this it sets up stuff later. So you understand what's going on. Um, but uh, that's that's about it. And then I have my usual watch the first and last episode thing. So, um, you know, watch episode one, watch episode 23. Do you believe in miracles? Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, season 10, though, we go back to, and this is the one that I think is one of the worst three. I think season 10 is horrible. Um, so season yeah. 10 <laughs> is bad. And I part of my frustration in real time with season 10 was Demon Dean was resolved way too fast. Like Demon Dean should have been like the, a season long episode arc personally, or at least a half season. Instead it's resolved in like two episodes. That's I find that very frustrating. I do think they do some interesting stuff with the aftermath of Demon Demon Dean with like people, uh, like there's a whole thing with like a, there's a guy, like a human who is completely right to hate D- Dean, right? Right. For stuff he did. And and that's that's interesting, but it doesn't salvage the season at all for me. And I think, again, I'm just not into Sam or Dean or Cass being the bad guys. I'm inter- yeah. interested in all of them technically, like, you know, arguably being the bad guy, period, because they're all like selfish as a group. But I'm not into picking one of them and making them the antagonist, right? Like, that's just, I, I don't, I don't buy that. Like, part of the whole problem is the damage they do because they're not quite willing to follow through because their loyalty to each other is too strong. And like, I just, I I don't buy them actually taking opposite sides. Right. Like I, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Um, Yeah. So with recommendations in season 10, uh, I'm going to have to go with one of my all time favorite episodes of supernatural, which is episode five fan fiction. Yep. Which is the musical Episode episode. It is the 200th episode in unlike, so there was always this thing in Supernatural where all the previous episodes that had touched on fandom, like Becky, um, kind of made fandom seem like crazy and toxic, which is a weird thing to say about your fan base, but that's neither here nor there. This is the one they leaned into the fans, it feels like. This is one where they showed that fans, what it means to love a show, right? Like, and to have these girls, they write a musical about Supernatural. This is not a musical episode like Buffy is a musical episode, right? Sam and Dean do not sing in this episode. This is an episode where girls are writing a Supernatural musical. Uh, And there's a Monster of a Week storyline that goes with it. Um, And it's just really good. In fact, I was rewatching that episode just before uh, this podcast because I was like killing time and I was like, oh yeah, fan fiction. I love, I've watched this episode so many times Um, and it's just fun. It's great. And it actually has an important thing in it at the very end, which this is the first episode uh, that kind of brings back Chuck and says, yes, Chuck is God. Right. Because you were left hanging at the end of season five. You were like, maybe I'm supposed to believe Chuck is God, but maybe not. Right. Um, This episode says, no, Chuck, Chuck is God. Right. Like, uh, I I guess you don't have to interpret it that way, but I feel like it's very clear. This is the one that 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 really leans into that. Uh, uh, maybe you all are right. Maybe, but it doesn't explicitly say it because that's actually in the next season when they actually just like call it out. But yeah. Yes. 
And uh, the other thing I enjoy about this episode is it really calls out all the stupid continuity things in Supernatural that I hate about Supernatural. Uh, like Dean throwing away the Samulet and that just going nowhere, right? Or like Adam is still in the pit. Yeah. Still. You know, like, uh, I mean, not now, but we're going to get there. Um, (laughs) So I really love this episode. If you watch no other episode after the end of season five, if there is no, if you were like, I am done after the end of season five, I would say watch episode 200 just for completion. So I have a short list of like episodes to watch if you do stop at season five and don't watch anything up. And I have the French mistake and this are like the first two items on the, on that list. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so the other episodes I'm going to recommend in this season are Hibbing 911, which is episode eight, because this introduces Sheriff Donna Hanscom. Oh, I forgot about that episode. Is You're a right. Delight. So basically this is a Jody episode where Jody goes on a retreat uh, to Minnesota. It is a sheriff's retreat. And she gets paired up with Donna, who is like this overeager, friendly, like, what if a golden retriever became a human? This episode is delightful. It's delightful. And like the viewer, like Donna, is led to think that she's kind of vapid. um, And then we all are wrong. Yes, yes, yes. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, And then I would say keep going into the next episode, which is episode nine, which is uh, the things we left behind. And this is like a tonally completely different from episode eight, because this has to deal with, I would say, the one true bad ramification of Castiel, right, is that he, they don't call it this, but he is possessing a human vessel. Yep. Right. And he's basically killed the human that he is possessing. Uh, and that human, Jimmy, had a whole family. And so he uh, feels guilty and he tracks down his vessel's daughter, uh, which is Claire. Um, and so I, I think this is actually a, uh, a good episode. And um, I, I think the Claire Castiel stuff is actually really important. And I wish the show had done more with that is what I'm going to say. It's really um, funny. I totally forgot that that was a relationship. Yeah. Right. I mean, because the show should have done more, right? Yeah, it totally should have. Wow. I totally forgot. And now you're saying it's like, oh man, why didn't it do more? Um, you're right. That should have stayed important. And related <laughs> to that uh, is the next episode, which is episode 20 is the one I'm recommending, which is Angel Heart, which is following up with Claire and her mother. So Claire is looking for her mother. Um, and, uh, that's kind of, there's some other stuff going on in this episode, but to me, that's the real heart of this episode is Castiel, Claire and, uh, Amelia, um, and kind of dealing with that repercussion. Like they're always trying to make Cass the bad guy in season six, seven, eight. Right. And it's like the real bad thing Cass has done is destroy the Novak family. Uh, and it takes them to season 10 to explore that. Like it drives me insane, (laughs) but um, um, yeah, so those are the four episodes I recommend in season 10. Um, okay, so I, um, like I said, I do think this is one of the worst three, but I still think it's not as bad as six and seven because nothing's as bad as six and seven. Nothing's as bad as that. Um, there's just such bad episodes of TV uh, or seasons of TV. But um, so, and again, I mean, Mandy, you and I both did watch literally every episode here. So, uh, so it is survivable. Facts. You can do it. And I think net, you know, I'm glad I did. And once again, season six is the only season that made me almost stop watching the show. (laughs) Yeah, I did not almost like I I definitely during these episodes or during these seasons 
for me, it was like, man, it's not gotten very good. But the there's enough good peppered in there that I remained motivated to keep watching, obviously. Um, uh, which meant that I was primed for when it got good again. But uh, so season 10, let's see, what were the other episodes that I had? Um, I had episode three. I think this is the first one where I didn't... T- I don't mention watching episode one because like nothing important happens, but the end of the demon Dean storyline happens in episode three. Um, and so I had that just for storyline importance. And then I have episode 14 because that's the Dean versus Kane fight. I think um, 14, the executioner's song. Um, I think that's right. I think uh, that's and then yeah, that's Dean, Dean and Kane fight. Um, and, you know, yeah, so there's that. And then I think there's what next is, uh, let's see, Dark Dynasty, which was 21. Um, which, I mean, you won't even know what the Book of the Damned is, but they're trying to get it back. Uh, or <laughs> somebody's trying to get it back and, and so on. And they and Sam and Dean, Dean have it and so on. But it's it, this is much more of my, like, okay, this is the lead off to the end of the Epi- like it's also a Charlie episode. episode. Oh, yep, that's true. Um, it is Charlie that episode. Yep. Um. So so yeah, there's a whole there's Charlie and Rowena interacting, which is a thing, because you know Charlie gets into lots of trouble because of Sam and Dean, uh, and because mm-hmm. she's great. So um, this is yeah, it's a big one. Um, and then I ju- and then from that to uh, Brothers Keeper twenty three, which is the end. Um, because it's, yeah, it's the ending and there's a whole bunch with the mark and so on. And, uh, and again, like this is sort of the moment with the character of death in this episode is kind of the whole reason that I mentioned an episode, uh, with death in season six is because of this episode. I I feel like this episode is sold a little bit more if you watch episode 11 in season six, um, because it's like, oh, they have interacted and there is real stuff going on with them. Um, yeah. Um, so that's season 10 for me. Yeah. <sighs> season 11, which is so the last one we have talked 11, about before. Yes. Is the one where I would basically be like, eh, just watch it. Just yeah, watch that, it. It's fine. So it is a just watch it season to me too. There are highlights, but it is just watch it. Um, especially season four or episode four, you really need to watch. Yeah. So if I was going to call out some specific episodes, episode four, just because, you know, it's so interesting and well done. Um, It's from the perspective of uh, baby, the car. Yeah. Uh, And then um, I really love episode eight. I, it's just my imagination. It's episodes about uh, uh, imaginary friends and they're real. Um, and, uh, they get murdered and only the little kids can see like the murder and the parents can't see it. And so they're like, why isn't my kid afraid of their room? It's just a fun episode. I really like it. Um, that's one of my favorite episodes in the later seasons is what I'm going to say. But overall, I'm going to say, watch the whole season. Um, I, I generally like the darkness Amara storyline. Yep. Um, Uh, and I think the darkness Amara storyline also, pays off at the end of the show. Yes. So, um, and I think that's one of the things too, is we're getting to the final, like this is, you know, 
if you think the first five episodes are like a whole story arc, like the final five, like we're leading up to the end, right? There's the last five yes. seasons. And so it, of course, is going to lean heavily on the stuff that leads up to it. And I, I like episodes 20 through 23, like the yeah. end of the season, which to me is like uh, uh, family therapy for God and Lucifer. Uh, I really enjoy all of that. Like, I, and once again, I thought it was going to go somewhere with this kind of stuff and it never did. But the episode where God comes back, I literally cried. Like, mm -hmm. I remember watching it. And I remember I I watched you being it. very emotional about it. <laughs> yes. I think I was in a hotel room. I think I was on travel for work and I was watching it live because I don't usually get to watch it live. I usually watch it the next day. And I cried. So uh, it's just that scene where God comes back and Sam in the fog lifts and Sam and Dean are there and Chuck is there. And you're just like, I have my emotions. <laughs> of course, it went a different way in the end. But yeah. So. For me, um, yeah, 100%, I think you should just watch the season. Just just watch it. Don't skip anything. Um, season four stands out for the, hey, if you're not watching any of Supernatural and just watching super fun episodes, watch episode four. I don't know why I keep interchanging the word season and episode. My brain is... <laughs> uh, uh, it's because I have this like big episode and season list in front of me. Um, so, uh, But otherwise, like... I don't know why you would be in a rush to get through this season, but if for whatever reason you're trying to be like, all right, what's, what are the minimum episodes I need to get the important storyline from this? I would say watch episode one and then the last four episodes. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's a, it's a solid season um, and it's worth it. And there's no real, there's no real reason to skip any of it. I think this is the season that gave me hope in supernatural again. Yeah. Right. I, I remember watching it and being like, oh, it's possible for Supernatural to be good. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, for season me, 12. Uh, so season, I, so, I mean, I basically thought the show was back to being okay to good in that range from 11 onward. Um, but I do think season 12 and 13 are not as good as 11, 14 and 15. Yes. So, um, so yeah, 12. I, I really like Mary Winchester being brought back. I really like her. Um, I like some of the uh, struggle that created between Mary and Dean because Mary remembered Dean being like five. <laughs> uh, and this man is not her child. Right. Like, yeah. and Dean is like, but you're my mom. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it, it would be hard. Um, and I, uh, I really enjoyed that dynamic and how they had to learn to be a family in, in this new way. He never grew to have a more complicated relationship with his parents like the rest of us do. Right. Right. Like he's just like, right. or with his mother, mother, right. Obviously they had a contentious relationship with their dad. And so it's sort of like his mom was automatically the opposite of that. It was a perfect relationship. Right. Uh, right. But obviously not <laughs> because once you become adults, that's just not how it works. Yeah. And, and I feel like for me, um, one of the episodes that really uh, deals with this that I also think is kind of important overall, um, I would say watch the whole season, but um, yeah. is celebrating the life of Asa Fox, uh, which is a hunter who died. So it's a funeral. And Mary saved this guy when he was a kid. She has no memory of him as an adult. And then they all go to the funeral. It's Sam, Dean, Mary and Jody. There's just there's a lot that goes on in that episode. And I really I really like this. But this is also the episode that sets up Jack 
not this episode. I mean, this season. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. yeah I, but I do not like the British men of letters. So do with that what you will. <laughs> I think you and I both felt that way. Like the whole thing, it was, I remember my, one of my specific complaints being, is this what introduces the British men of letters? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, okay. So that was one of my specific things. Is like, this whole thing is stupid. These guys literally have saved the world numerous times. And the British men of letters like seem to imply that they know who Sam and Dean are. Like, this is ridiculous. Right. It is. Like, it's like, who are you to, to like, like we as the viewers can judge Sam and Dean all we like, but who are you person in this universe to, to judge this, these characters who have interacted with God himself? Like, right? Uh, right. they're like literally gods. As far as we know at this point, they are God's anointed heroes. Like who, the, who are you? Stop talking to them. Right? Well, like, not to mention that they're just like, well, we've solved the vampire problem in Britain. And I'm like, this is exactly like if some British person came here and was like, I can't believe you guys still have rabies in America. Right. <laughs> it's like you guys have an island. <laughs> it's not that big. You can control who comes on and who comes off. Right. Like if the zombie apocalypse breaks out on Great Britain, you either control it or the rest of us are nuking the island. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. 28 days later, that would not be allowed. Right. Like, but America has a huge border with Canada. We have a huge border with Mexico. Right. Like not to mention we have whole areas that are wild. There's not really any wild left in Great Britain. Right. Like you cannot stamp out rabies in America and vampires are the rabies of supernatural. Right. You can't get rid of them. So it's just it was so judgmental. Like you come from your little island, you come to our country and you try to tell us it should be the same. Like to me, I was like, you show no understanding of history. You show no understanding of geography and you think you're better because of it. So just go home. I mean, again, for me, it was the whole this was right after we have built up this relationship with God and it. Like, you know, in this whole, like, all of that. And it's just like, I just don't understand how an literally any other hunter of any kind has any ground to stand when it comes to talking to Sam and Dean, unless they're just, unless they're judging, like, arguing with them over the nature of, like, humanity and goodness, right? Not like, I would hey, say you're not doing your job things well. The th they could argue with them about are the things that we've argued with them about. Yeah, you it's, know, it's, in it's our characters. Minds, like, are you is... really, yeah. Why didn't you close the gates of hell? Like, what's wrong with you? And how can I do that now? Right? Like, is, is that too late? Can I still close the gates of hell? <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, it's, it's part of it, too, is like, you look at it and it's like, I'm sorry, British Men of Letters, if you had gone up against some of the things, even with your entire force, if you had gone up against some of the stuff Sam and Dean had gone up with uh, against, you would have lost. Like, yep. it's just you would yep. have, because that's how these things work. And you're not the Winchesters who are special. <laughs> um. Yeah. I also do want to shout out episode 21 because uh, that's the episode where Eileen dies and that's kind of important later. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm at this point, like I'm sort of backing out of the individual episode recommendations. Um, so like there I was have, 12. Yeah. I, 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 for me, it's like you should watch it. Definitely watch episodes one and 23, which are, you know, beginning and end. Um, and I think I identified uh 12 stuck in the middle with you um and that was i'm trying to remember why I, why i picked this episode um i don't remember why i picked this episode um <laughs> it's okay yeah i don't know there's a lot here though because there's crowley and mary and um i think is this 
this is where Crowley becomes king, I think. I thought he's already been king. Maybe. I don't know. He's been king of hell for a while. Has he been king of hell or has he just been running hell? Because I feel like there was a distinction there. Eh, I'm not sure there was. I don't really care for Crowley, so I don't. Uh, Oh, no, no, no. Because there's this whole period where he's dealing with the princes of hell, right? That's right. And I don't think he's king of hell until after they're dealt with because he can't possibly control it while the princes are around. So So it's not that I don't care for Crowley. It's that I don't care for how his storyline ended. Well, right. Because there's that whole thing where they should have been able to turn him human um, at some point and that didn't happen. Yes. (sighs) All right. So Uh, season 13, you should just watch. Yeah. But I do have some frustrations with season 13 and 14 and 15. So I'm just going to say it. This is where we have Jack. And uh, he was born. He's a Nephilim. I like Jack. I don't like Dean and Jack. Yeah. The, the relationship between Dean and Jack is all over the place too often. And it doesn't make sense. Like, yes. Like we resolve the same issues so many times and then it remains basically unresolved at the end. But like you're supposed to maybe feel like it has been fixed, but it hasn't. And it's just, it's not like from the, the relationship between the two of them is mess is just not right. Like I think it's the first up. time, <laughs> the first time they get it to a decent place, it should have basically stayed there with then yes. a rough patch after some stuff happens, but that also should have gotten better. And then that's it. Right. Like, like you know, at the end when Jack, you th- they want us to believe Jack has three dads. Right. And I'm like, yeah. no, Jack has two dads and an uncle who hates him. Yeah. Like an uncle who treats him like family because the other, his brothers treat him like family. Yes. Like it's just Dean never fully embraces Jack. It, it constantly, they constantly rehash it. it. It's through seasons 13 through 15 Dean and Jack I, 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 to me, it was very frustrating because I love Dean, like as a character. And, you know, Dean is my favorite of the Winchester brothers. And to see this, I was like, either we're saying this is Dean's fatal flaw, that he is incapable of like taking in Jack, because it can't be that he's incapable of taking in a child because we've already seen uh, Dean be fatherly in previous seasons. Yeah. Um, And be a good father. Yes. Uh, so it, it was just, that relationship is, makes me so frustrated and yeah. Yeah. Um, Cass yeah, was so, the only one who was consistently there for Jack. Well, and I would say <laughs> Sam is believable at least. Like yes. you can tell he wants to be, and then it gets hard for a time for stuff that makes total sense. Uh, and then he moves on because he has to, and he's a good person. Cause he's, and he's an trying. adult. <laughs> yeah yeah and he's and he's like all right let's 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 do this and at least they did have that as a source of contention basically like whenever dean is not behaving as he should like sam is kind of on him about it he's like dude like wh- what <laughs> like you know like sam clearly wants dean to get over it and dean just doesn't yeah. um so uh this is the whole was this is the whole michael season right uh my goodness now you're asking me to remember what the season is. I think this is the season about. with with Michael and Dean and that being a thing. And that leads into 14, I think. Yes. No, no, no. Season been... 14. 14 is the, is it? So this is Michael 
alone. This is the season where Dean lets Michael take him over at the end. Right, at the very end. And then so season 14 is the one where that's actually a central conflict. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, Jack um, is kind of the main conflict, I would say, of this season, like his yeah. existence. Um, yeah, this is I, the season also with Scooby Natural, which... Which is an essential, so that's, you know, that's on that list of, I think I'm up to four episodes now. It's uh, The French Mistake, Fan Fiction, Baby, and Scooby Natural are like the, hey, just watch these. If yes. you're not going to watch any Supernatural past ep- uh, season five, still watch these episodes. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to bring up that this season starts that I am going to have feelings about uh, at when we talk about the finale, because I don't think it was adequately, adequately addressed, uh, is the empty. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important for that as well. Um, so. so we get introduced to the empty as this place where angels go, angels and demons, I presume, when they die. Uh, and uh, Cassiel yeah, is there. I think it is explicitly gets... angels and demons. Yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. This season also had Wayward Sisters, which was the spinoff we should have gotten. Yes. Uh, yep. Yep. Um, cool. So, uh, and I would gladly take Wayward Sisters over, um, Walker, you know, which is the thing that they're trying to get Supernatural fans to watch because Jared Padalecki is... <laughs> I'm is, never gonna watch Walker Texas. I'm Ranger. never gonna watch watch Walker Te- Texas Ranger. Yeah, like that's just not a thing I'm gonna watch. Um, no. So good luck to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would have watched this for sure. Uh, yes. So um, okay. So with all that, I I don't really want to recommend individual episodes for seasons 14, 15. For me, I, I mentioned this when you and I were texting Mandy, but like for me, it's like, if you're not willing to watch all of seasons 14 and 15, why? why, why bother? Like why bother with any yeah. of this? So um, just like, just watch all of seasons 14 and 15. Otherwise, if you're not planning to do that, don't, don't bother with any of this. Just if you've stop made it five. this far, you yeah. have to. Yeah, because seasons 14 and 15 are like the real return to form, I feel like. They have issues, but so did the first five seasons. Um, Like the the first five seasons make for a really good show, but they're not perfect, right? And I think that's, for me, especially season 15, is like just a really great season of Supernatural. Um, See, I feel like season 14 is just, is like close to the first five, uh, five seasons. And then I feel like season 15 for me is better than the first five seasons. And that's not because inherently it was written better or anything, but just more like, hey, it gets to cash in on 14 years uh, of of like affection for these characters, right? So, um, yeah. But, uh, so there you go. Episodes to go ahead and watch. Um, but now we get to just talk about our feels about the last two seasons slash ending. Uh, I have so many thoughts. <laughs> Um, can, can we, I almost, I, I kind of just want to start with the finale. Yeah. So before we start about the finale, can I just mention one thing that Supernatural, I am not satisfied with and they did not handle it right. And that is Adam. Uh, yeah. I, it just, what, what the hell? <laughs> like, I, how did, how did we even get here? You know, like, and and they tried to, like, fix it, I feel like, in the second to last episode and kind of in the last season where they brought, like, Adam and Michael back. But I just don't believe it and I don't like it. And no, it's wrong. Yep, 100% agree. Um, they, and you know what, though? I think part of it is it was too little too late by the time they tried to fix it. 
And it yes. was like, I don't think there was anything they could do to fix that. Like anything Adam would have, have come back as he should have come back as a big bad for one of the later seasons. Right. A big bad who then got redeemed. Yes. Like, yes. You know, yeah, absolutely. And then it'd be like, all right, man, like this is not your life. You don't need to deal with this. Like just go chill somewhere. <laughs> Uh, and and you're our brother and we love you but like we don't want we don't need you to be a part of this and you really don't want to be a part of this (laughs) so great that's that's what he deserved they didn't do that when they needed to um no that was it It it's very it's very frustrating so adam we love you the writers do not uh and uh i'm sorry for your entire character arc so yes (sighs) um yeah there's a i mean there's definitely I think with that, uh, I do, I liked when it comes to the finale, I, I think basically the last two episodes are really the finale because they had to do like, okay, there's so much here that we can't give even all the like characters that people really, really love, even though characters that people love most, we can't give them time in the last episode if we're going to give Sam and Dean the time they need, right? Um, and so the second to last episode is really the plot finale, right? Yes. And then the last episode is just the feels finale. Um, so I don't know that we can talk about the last episode without talking about the one before it. No, I think we have to consider them as kind of one episode yeah. where, tw- I mean, 20 is just an extended uh, denouement, right? Yeah. Like yeah. It's 19 is 19 is the end of the season. 20 is the end of the show. Yeah. It's the, it's the send off. I mean, there's a reason. So at the end of the last episode, this is not, plot related after it they have a whole thing where like the characters and the cast look at us like because the show is over and they like thank us for being with them on the journey and whatnot and letting them do it and it's like that's that's what the whole episode is really yes but i'm also not going to be able to talk about episode 19 without talking about episode 18 (laughs) okay well why don't we just talk about the things that happen rather than breaking it into episodes yes okay so Jack, God, Billy, chaos, right? (laughs) So uh, before, I guess before we get to that, I don't like how God like ate Amara. I'm very confused by that. I Um, am too. Uh, It doesn't seem, if they were supposed to be equals, it feels like he should, there's no indication at any point that he has the ability to do that. Right. And so when he did do that, I thought, oh, this means that God's no longer going to be able to hurt Dean because Amara would not hurt Dean, right? Uh, but no, he can still hurt Dean. So I'm very confused. Uh, I, so I thought that they were going to pull the rug out from under us on it and be like, actually, because of this, it sort of like reconfigured God. And now he is going to like, there's this confusing thing where like, it's, he's not going to, they're not going to kill him. They're not going to like fight him. It's going to turn into this weird, okay, we need to work him into correcting things or something. And I was like, I don't know what they're going to do with this because that just feels like what would have happened if God and Amara were one. Right. Right. It it just seems like God and Amara are not one. Chuck ate Amara. He just killed her. Right. That's all it was. killed her. He, he put her back in her cage. Like that, that seems very strange to me. I, I, I did not like that. But the point of that is that now Chuck is even more powerful. Right. And all of their plans go astray. Yeah. Uh, Because they were hoping for Jack to kill Chuck, uh, which was death's plan. Death being Billy now, not the original death. Maybe that's what they think Billy's plan is. So at its core, I think one of my issues with this whole thing. Now, I 
I was never fully on board with the God as the antagonist thing. Cause I didn't think it made much sense, but like, I was like, okay, well, if I accept that that's the direction they went to go with the show, I think they generally did a pretty good job with it. The issue is like, well, isn't like God's supposed to be essentially omnipotent and essentially, you know, omniscient. And it was like, there is way too much that they're doing behind his back without him knowing. And then we, we basically find out like, oh yeah, no, he's known the whole time. He knows about all of it. <laughs> yeah. He knows about all of it. It's like, okay, that makes sense. Thank you for addressing that because I, I couldn't really fully get bought into the idea that they could do this stuff behind his back. Right. Like it just didn't make sense to me. This guy who created literally the multiverse and was snuffing out universes, just, you know, presumably he could have done it faster, but he was having fun doing it. Right. Right. Um, He wants, he wants the story. Right. Right. Uh, and, And I appreciate that. Right. Like, and I actually think while we're talking about God, uh, and, Jack like maybe we should take it character by character I don't know yeah. I don't know I really like Jack's ending yes uh, Jack's ending was exactly I, what he deserved I, he him becoming God to me makes complete sense yeah I, I mean honestly I can't think of an alternate way they could have done it it just felt like yes if you're gonna do this Jack's got to live through this he's had enough crap happen right and how does he live through it well we know he doesn't have the power of God but they keep talking about him being special so he's got to take God's power, right? Like, that's the only way to do this, I, I feel like. So I'm glad they did it. Exactly I, as they did. I also think then it goes hand in hand with Nephilims have actually been in the show for a long time, right? They'd come up, right. they'd be killed. And it's like there was this blanket rule that you had to kill Nephilims. It was like, why? Oh, because they're too powerful. And I'm like, but are they? Are they really more powerful than angels? But if there's this now ending idea that a Nephilim could become God, like a Nephilim is simultaneously more than the parts of an angel and human combined. Right. right. He's, he's basically the best of both of God's creations. Both. Right. Right. And, and so it's like, yes, he through the circumstances that Billy totally set him up for, in my opinion, I don't think Billy's plan was necessarily for Jack to die. I think her plan was for, she knew the end, right? Yeah. She, she knew the end. I think so. Jack becomes God, but the difference between Jack and Chuck is Jack has lived on earth as a person, right? Yeah. He has seen the, Jack, I'm, I'm going to go there. Jack is Jesus, right? Like, yeah. and and I don't mean this in like he died for our sins or whatever, but the, the thing that makes Jesus, sorry to get all Christian-y. Special, Human and divine, right? Is that he lived on earth. He suffered as we suffered, right? We have, you have a God who knows what it means to be human. And that is Jack. Not that Jack was ever fully human, but you know what I mean? He, you know, experience things that humans experience and Chuck never did. Yep. Um, I, I mean, again, it's like that whole thing where, you know, God made humans, he made angels, presumably like depending on what version of the story you follow, angels were his first attempt to make them in his image, but they didn't have free will. So then he made humans who are in his image or whatever. And you're like, okay, so now here's the combination of both, which is like the actual success of making something in his image. So he's basically made himself just without all the power. And so all that's left is to take the power. Right. Right. Um, uh, now that said, I think there's also significance where it's like, he's not just a Nephilim. He's a Nephilim, Nephilim born of an archangel. So it's just yes. th- that first generation removed. Right. That's it. So. Um, but he, he is a child of God's favorite son. Right. Yeah. Like uh, Lucifer. Uh, yeah. So, which I think they actually did a really good job of selling us on the fact that, yep, Lucifer is actually God's favorite son. And it's basically because he was the, I mean, he did demonstrate free will to a degree, right? Right. The others didn't. (laughs) So, 
Um, Lucifer is, in as wild as it is, the closest to being human of the angels. Um, so, which is also why, in in the you know canon of the universe, Lucifer hates humans so much, right? Yep. Like, because that's what he he wanted to be, and he felt like the humans usurped him. Uh, yep. So, uh, yeah. Um, no, I mean. Lucifer and and obviously, like, there's a certain better. degree of that being God's pettiness in this universe, yes. right? Because because it's like, he likes it as long as humans can't actually threaten him. But Lucifer was a threat with his power, and therefore it's not okay that he could... He right. But, but right. Humans, and that's cute. why Lucifer got put in the pit, <laughs> right? right? Like, but with humans, it's God... cute. It's like, yeah, I love humans. Uh, and it's really just because he's not any kind of real threat while Lucifer was. And, and that's it. That's the only reason. It's only because Lucifer was as powerful as he was that he wasn't God's favorite. Uh, oh, like favorite creation versus yes. favorite angel. Because Lucifer could threaten God. Yeah. <sighs> Man. So deep. What a, so what, deep. A, what a deep, intense show. Uh, I know. <laughs> like that's, that's the stuff I love, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh. I was going to say, so, so a big part of the ending of season 14, which plays into all of this, uh, is Jack accidentally killed Mary when he didn't have a soul. Yep. It was a whole mess. And that's the thing that Dean never really fully gets over. It's like, Dean, you've done worse things, like while a demon or while, and Sam has been without a soul and killed people and whatnot. Like, get over yourself. Your mom, like th the life, all the time she had was free. Like she had yes. died years before. It was icing. Yeah. Like Mary, Mary would have forgiven Jack because she got that he didn't have a soul. Right. Like that was not, he wasn't really in control of himself. Him, having a soul makes him a different person. Like, yes, you should feel bad. Yes. You should even have an understanding where you have an irrational like anger and r realize that, but like, you need to know that that's not okay, like, okay to just keep stewing in. And he just doesn't, right. He doesn't, he doesn't. get past it. No. Um, and I don't and that buy plays it. into this ending. Um, Cause it's almost like a Jack decides it's okay for Dean to feel that way. Right. Yes. Um, which is because Jack is a good person, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and he, he decides it's okay. And he resigns himself to death, which, you know, as is true of many, you know, Messiah storylines and whatnot, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to resign myself to death. And that's where the victory comes from, right? Um, is like, I'm but willing Dean to take is on this. okay with him dying and right. is like trying to like make it happen. And Cass and Sam are like furious. And I yeah. uh, just... Which, and, and again, I would not have an objection to that if there's any way he would accept him or Sam dying for this. Right. Right. But, but we have shown time and time not, again, he wouldn't. He would not let Sam die to close the gates of hell. He would not. Right. right. Like why would he let Jack die now? Right. And that's exactly it. And, and Sam calls him out on it. He's like, dude, like we're family. We're defined by this fight for family. And Dean, while Jack is there without knowing it, he just says Jack isn't though. Right. Like Jack's not you or, or, uh, or Cass. Cass. And it's just like, that's, and I, it, it's that thing. Cause he's the only one who feels that way of the, well, I guess Jack effectively feels that way about himself. Right. But like, but, but the Jack other two, is also three years old, right? He's three years <laughs> old. Um, so, so both of the others are like, no, Jack is family, right? We're going to do all the things for him that we would for each other. Um, so, uh, Dean, 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 Dean. I, so one of the, one of the things I was, frustrated with in season 15 overall um was jack and dean uh but also of how much of the season i felt like dean and Cass were fighting which is because of 
Jack and Dean. Uh, and I just don't like that in this entire last season, Dean was like in strife with everyone else. Like it, it, I didn't like it. So I definitely didn't like it. Uh, obviously for all the reasons that we said, I also think it makes perfect sense. Um, for stuff. And they sort of address it after the fact, um, because it's just like part of his, I, I do think it's his fatal flaw, right? Is like, he gets something in his head and then he just like, he, he never gets over things until it's until well after he should. Right. So I don't disagree that it's his fatal flaw, but then I think like they did not spend enough time fixing it in the end, yeah, which then absolutely. comes back to my problems with the final episode, which I do right. have problems with. Yeah, yeah, and, and you're right. Like that—that that is a thing. Is they didn't actually spend time. Dean never really grows past it through any of this conflict, right? He—he he right. just—they never let him. Um, and then we'll get to it. But at some point, he suddenly is, and we're like, "Well, wait, wait. When did that happen?" <laughs> um, right. So <laughs> suddenly, uh, Dean grew up in between episodes. I don't understand. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Cass. Uh. You know, Cass is essentially Jack's dad, right? Uh, In a lot of ways, you know, Sam and Dean are there for Jack. But Cass, I feel like, is the one who is 100% like, no, I am your father, right? And your mother Sam Sam is his uncle. Dean is his, doesn't want to be his uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Uh, like Dean is reluctant. Sam Sam is like his loving uncle. But Cass is his father. For sure. Right. Because, you know, even though his biological father, as much as you can have biology with angels, uh, you know, is Lucifer, uh, his mother was like, gave Jack to Cass to raise. Right. right? And Cass has and taken took it that seriously. Very seriously. Uh, which is why Cass wasn't happy with how <laughs> things uh, were sorting out. And so I, I kind of, I don't like that um, we did not get an on screen Cass and Jack. At the end, because yeah. um, I feel like Cass and Jack needed another moment to close out their storyline that they did yeah. not get. Um, and I find that very frustrating. And so but before we get to carry on, uh, so despair, that's just, just Cassiel's just- <laughs> last episode. And you have two completely different plot lines going on, right? One's like Jack and Sam doing, you know, whatever. Uh, and the other is Dean and Castiel going after death and it's a whole wild goose chase. Right. But now death wants to kill them. And Cass, uh, calls the MD after by confessing his love for Dean. So I, I believe I'm on the record as a Desiel shipper. You are. Um, so I, I found the confession very moving. I found it realistic that Dean blue screened of death as opposed to responding um because this happens really fast right Right. um and dean is very clearly distraught at the end of the episode what i am unsatisfied with is that that's the end for them it was not brought back and or addressed in carry on and in fact like in carry on dean's like oh Cass is dead we have to move on I, I f- will get, so I feel a little bit different in terms of carry on. Um, I, so I, I was not a Destiel shipper, but I also very much bought into Cass. I, I basically bought into the version that they gave us, which is Cass feels this way about Dean. It's not returned, but Dean does obviously love him, right? Like it's Dean a- obviously loves Cass as much as he loves Sam, right? Yes. Yeah, 100%. And that, absolutely. so to me, the fact that we could get to an episode and Dean's like, oh, I don't care that he's dead, you know, like just. Well, and this thing is, I don't, I don't, that's not the feeling I get from it, I guess, is the, like, I don't think that he, 
you know, is okay that he's dead or anything, but it's much more, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to it when we talk about carry on, but, uh, cause I, I do have how I read it is clearly different from how you read it. <laughs> so but, um, I, yeah. I do not like that despair is the last on screen Dean and Castiel. Uh, I think it is inadequate and insufficient and wrong. So uh, I do agree with that. So, uh, whether, you know, whether Dean was ever going to reciprocate or not that I think we can argue about. I didn't actually need Dean to reciprocate. Uh, but I do think I needed Cass on screen. Yeah, so I didn't like that Cass's last episode was two episodes before the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, um. Um, cool. So um, let's see. Who else do we need to... It's funny because we don't really have much to say about Billy other than, like, she she was essential. It was an essential storyline, part of the storyline, but, like, I don't really have much in the way of thoughts about her as a character. I, I feel like she was very much, very clearly a... It, it felt like she was a part of the universe doing what it needed to do to me. Um, like she was never the bad guy in my mind. Right. Yeah. But she was very clearly also not buddy, buddy with them the way the previous death was, which I actually appreciated. Yeah. Um, because so. they killed the previous death. No, yep. no death afterwards should be buddy, buddy with them. We're like, dude, yep. what the hell? <laughs> right. Like it's like death has a job and it's important. And you, because you were selfish, you killed death. Like what, what are you doing? Right. So, um, so we yeah. probably should talk about Lucifer and Michael's ends. Yes. Um, Michael, Michael's death was, or Michael's ending was totally be- believable and yes. sad. Yes. But yeah, like I think it was the right ending for him. I actually kind of found it hard to believe that Michael sided with the Winchester brothers against God. Uh, and so I, uh, in the end when he didn't, I was like, that makes sense. Like, yeah. like to me, Michael is just always trying to get God's approval. He just, he can't not, right? He doesn't know how to be different. I mean, it's literally um, the thing that separates him and Lucifer, right? Like, yes, yes. Um, uh, you know, whereas Gabriel always kind of was just looking out for number one, both Michael and Lucifer want God's love, right? But they're going about it in different ways. Lucifer is that kid who gets angry about it, right? Yeah. Uh, and Michael's like, I'm just going to be better and I'm going to be as good as I can be. And if I'm good enough, my, my dad will love me. Right. But the answer is there's nothing you can do to make dad love you. Right. Uh, he either does even or he in doesn't. the end. Yeah. Um, and, and Chuck kills him. Like God kills Michael yeah. because he didn't like that Michael went against him for like five minutes. Michael's entire like thousands of years of life. And for like a relative five minutes, Michael was like, maybe dad isn't great. Cause he got rid of all the humans. And because of that, and Chuck- all the other universes and all the other me's and like, yes. Right. Yes. It's like, yeah. I, I mean, there's no, no measure by which Michael should be loyal to him at this point. Right. Like, and, but I also you, find it completely you- believable that Michael can't, stop yeah yeah 100 percent. which is why it's like yeah this tiny blip is the most he could do even with all this right yes and then he still goes back and sam and dean knew he would right like yes. they they knew it they i mean they know what it's like to be a little bit of a daddy's boy and they know it's nothing like him right uh yeah. so that that was that was quite satisfying um as i was say michael kills lucifer which is also what michael always wanted to do right so yeah <laughs> um it, it, what is interesting is I knew immediately that it was a deception, which yeah. like the clue was there and they even show us and carry on, but like, or 
afterwards, not at carry on, but at the end of it. Um, but like, it was very clear that was a deception because they start reading as like, but you can't, right? Like it's, we've seen the pages as blank before for the book. So, um, so we've shown it's like, know that. Yeah, Michael didn't know that, but but like we ostensibly did. And so like the minute that they're like, oh yeah, there's symbols, it's like, no, there's not. <laughs> it's like, no, there are no, there aren't symbols. You're making this up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that was fun. Um and so it was I, fun I really I really appreciate that thematically Michael and Lucifer were brought back for the second to last episode because for the whole show, Michael and Lucifer are Sam and Dean. Yeah. Right? Like, and this whole show is ultimately about Chuck trying to live out his Cain and Abel fantasy, right? Yep. With Cain and Abel, Michael and Lucifer, Sam and Dean. Uh, and so he still got it in the end with Michael and Lucifer. Michael still killed Lucifer, but it wasn't enough for Chuck. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Hey, that is literally all he wants is he wants to pit these two brother protagonists against each other, right? Like that, that's it. He wants them to end each other. Um, and yes. he... For whatever reason, with this particular Sam and Dean, he failed over and over and over again. Um, but uh, but not with other Sams and Deans, so which is really weird. Yeah, we have Michael killing Lucifer. We have the the whole book thing. Um, we have the betrayal thing. Oh, and then yeah, we have the. So I do like that there was enough allusion to what was going on with Jay with Jack. Like clearly yeah. something was going on. Like it, it didn't well, seem like, like it came out of nowhere. He was sucking the dead plants, and I was like, "What is ha- this? Has got to be meaningful." Yeah, right? and, like, and I couldn't guess what it was until the end. Like, oh, either. that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. I thought he was becoming like death or something. I was very confused. I, I thought so too. So, I was like, "Did death imbue him with death's power?" But but death would kill God himself. Does that mean that like Jack has the freedom to use death's power against God? I don't know that that's how that works. Uh, but no, it was much simpler than that. It's like, he's literally just sucking the life and power out of things. It, yes. Without meaning to. So, yes. Um, I, I thought that was very well done. That that's one of those little twists that works completely. Right. Yeah. Like it's set yeah. up in the end. You're just like, yes, he could suck God's power away from him. And they call just little enough attention to it that you can imagine God not catching on because they don't spell it out at any time. Right. Right. Um, they're like Sam and Dean are literally just looking out a window and see it. And they're like, huh, we can use this <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so good times. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, so yeah, ultimately I, I completely bought into the only way to like, you're not going to kill God with God's power, but if you take his power from him and you have it and he doesn't, well, uh, there you go. You can do that and you can leave him as a human, um, which is definitely like a greater hell, I think, than <laughs> leaving, yes. than killing him. So I wonder if he still gets royalties from the supernatural books. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if the legal structures are still in place. I feel like Jack probably would not have bothered to spend effort to like, you know, close down an LLC. And (laughs) uh, um, now you and I did have big questions that we got answered, which is, did Jack get rid of monsters? The answer is no. Yeah. The answer is he basically left the world as it is. Um, So, yeah. So I guess going with Jack and Jack in carry on. Jack is not physically in carry on. Right. Right. 
but we are told he fixed heaven. So I'm hoping that means he fixed hell, but I would have liked a, once again, this comes back to, I would have liked Jack to have been in heaven, right? To say something yes. to about, cause I, cause I feel like you needed that closure as a viewer that the whole afterlife system is being fixed, not just heaven. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Uh, but the decisions of who goes to heaven and who goes to hell, you know, do people have to stay in hell forever or can they work their way back up to heaven? You know, like that is a question that they did not answer for me and I do not feel satisfied about. So I know that heaven is fixed, but I need to know hell is fixed, too. And I can headcanon it because in my headcanon, Jack fixes it all. Uh, well, and but, we also had yeah. the thing where Rowena already had made it like basically not a threat. Right. So she made so- it not a threat, but it's still was there right and you still right. can get out of hell yeah so may- maybe he like did some it would be nice if we heard that like yeah he did like even if it was just bobby saying like and what we hear he uh, he worked with rowena to do the same thing down at the other side right that's it also like, I- if you just said that it would have been fine I, well, while we're going to about to start talking about carry on, I know what the limitations were. I know COVID, but I also know that with modern technology, we are smarter than this. If they didn't want to bring Jack to Vancouver, they could have filled some film something in like, cause heaven has been often portrayed as the angels have like these white bureaucratic rooms, right? right? So they could have had a scene where you could literally never have Jack and Dean on the camera at the same time. Right. And have Jack say something and splice it in. And they could have done that in a way that's completely believable. I mean, we made Lord of the Rings in 2001. <laughs> I believe we can do this in 2020. Um, so there, I, I do I, think there's some way they can do it. I don't think I think the point, though, one of it was like the white rooms are gone. He's like, no, there's everything's open now. Right. But um but, See, still, but I didn't you're get, right. I, just, I, I still didn't something. get closure on that because Cass is not there in heaven with him. I was like, well, does that mean as an angel, Cass cannot enter the human part of heaven? So, is that uh, part of what Jack? Okay, quote, so unquote, now we're going to get to something I want to. So how I read this and because to me, Jack and Cass are their ending is linked to me because um, we do know that Cass helped Jack like Cass helped Jack with fixing heaven. Right. So something um, happened to the empty that we never got to see, which I'm bitter about. But but I also like in my mind, that's what Cass got. So heaven gives everybody what they need is what Bobby said. Right. And I don't think Cass needed Dean. He wanted him and he did love him. But ultimately, like he had two people he loved that strongly. Right. There was Jack and Dean for different reasons. Both of those relationships were not exactly optimal um, uh, on earth during all of this stuff. And for Jack, it was like guy, kids like a mess, like not for his own doing, but like, you know, there's a lot of concerns for the brief, for his very brief life. Right. Uh, and I think this is the like, Hey, Jack is at peace and he loves you because you're his dad and you two just get to love each other in that relationship now. Right. And I think that that is to me like a really positive ending for Cass. Um, now I do. I would have loved for them to see each other, um, for sure. Like, like it would have been nice for at the end, or even between. For um, you know, Sam is living his life, right? Dean has heard that Cass and Jack had, you know, did all this stuff, and for them to just like, for there to be like a smile or a nod or something to be like, good. Like, I'm glad you're happy. And he's like, yeah, I am happy, right? <laughs> like, I get to just hang out with Jack and love my son, who is. who has fixed things and has no problems anymore. Right. Um, And be satisfied in that, that like I got him through to this point. 
which is like, you know, the ostensibly what we hear from people is like, what, what do parents want for their children? It's like, I want them to be happy. I want them to grow and be fulfilled and happy. Right. And so it's like the ultimate culmination of that father relationship with a child. So, so to me, that was a positive thing, but disagree. No, <laughs> but I was no. never invested in Dean and Cass being a thing. I did very much buy into need- the, like him being, you know, having those feelings unreturned. Um, so I'm okay with them being unreturned. I am not okay with Cass not being there because Dean has said over and over again that Cass is his best friend. And for Dean to just be okay and to say one sentence from Bobby is enough is not enough. And I think it should have been either Jack or Cass who welcomed Dean into heaven, not Bobby. Did I, I, It was unsatisfactory. I am unsatisfied. I guess You know what? Answer. A handshake would have done it just to know that they're there and he can see them every once you know, in a while. All I needed, I didn't even need a handshake, Michael. Do you know what I needed? I needed for Sam and Dean to be standing on the bridge, looking into the distance. And then you hear the sound of wings in the background. And suddenly Cass is just standing there in the background. So, you know, he's there and that they're going to resolve. Yeah. I I think that that would have done it for me is like, if, you know, we already know, like, again, I, I, I think Cass is happy, but at the same time, so, like, I think they've resolved that. I don't think Sam and Dean really need to be around Jack because he's everywhere, right? Like, he said that beforehand. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think just the acknowledgement, they can see each other, right? And they will right. see each other from time to time. Like, that's it. Um, because it, that's kind of exactly what they implied with the, yeah, your parents are, like, you know, they have a house down the road. Well, we didn't need to see them, but just knowing that he right. can go down the road. We just needed to, to know that they were there. Right. Right. And I I was expecting, you know, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, Cass is going to appear in the backseat of the car or something at one point. Right. Like, and just say like Dean and we wouldn't even need a scene. Right. It could then cut. And then when it comes back, Cass could not be there. Right. Because the ending scene needs to be Sam and Dean. That's fine. But you could just have a moment where you're like, Cass is here. Dean and Cass can speak if they want to speak to each other. Right. And like whatever problems they have relationship wise, romantic and or not, it doesn't have to be romantic, but their relationship will be resolved because their relationship is too important for it to be unresolved. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I think that's exactly it. It's like basically if like Cass is happy, they still get to see each other. Dean is happy because Cass is happy. And like that whole thing is, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Like, I think just the acknowledgement that they can see each other and that that relationship continues as a healthy one in whatever form, right? People can ship them if they want to, or we can say like, no, it didn't happen, right? But um, because ultimately, I just don't get the impression that Dean actually needs a romantic relationship of any kind. I I, I feel like he's all about the the family, like the parents and the brothers. But um, yeah. See, but I feel like that's what makes Dean, I feel like that's what makes Dean Michael and that's his failure. And he, he needed to grow beyond that, but that's, I need to be more than Michael. There's doing it in an unhealthy way and there's doing it in a healthy way, right? Like not everyone needs a romantic relationship, but. But No, I agree with that, but I don't think Dean, Dean needed something outside of the family and he never got that. And I am very upset about that. It didn't have to be romantic. It, It needed to be something and okay so let's let's back up let's talk about dean yes. winchester dean my favorite my he is my winchester brother <laughs> i i hate how he died so i'm gonna i'm gonna 
I am fine with Dean going out fighting, but I have opinions about how this fight went. So the moral I took away from this fight with the weird masked vampires was Sam and Dean are actually not good fighters. The only reason they won fights was because of God. Is that the moral I'm supposed to get? It's not what I got. Um, I got that they've had so many close calls that eventually something is going to happen. And it didn't even have to be something significant. Like... You know, so like, when I, I, I was watching yeah. that whole fight, I was like, I've seen them take on bigger guys than this. Mm-hmm. I've seen them handle this before. They are not handling this. They are not on form. Why are they not on form? Oh, they no longer have God backing them. Sam and Dean are also actually not awesome. I, I don't know. Like we say they're not on form, but I, so one of my thoughts during it was like, man, they st- it, it occurs to me, they saw through vampire necks really easily. Like how much power does it take to just chop a head off? And also- like, 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 you, you know, just because they still do that several times, right? Like single strike and whatnot. So yeah, they, they were not on point, but also like, do we know that they've been fighting things at the same rate? Like it's possible for them to get a little bit rusty, a little bit out of, out of practice. Um, they are as appropriate. They're focused on the kids that they saved. So their minds are elsewhere. But I mean, even in, even in seasons when they're at their peak, like there's times where they get like very briefly caught off guard by like some you know, nobody character. And then, and it just, it just happens. I I don't know. Like this is to me, the equivalent of like, okay, race car driver is really great all the time. And then like random tack is thrown into the road. Why would you be not tack, but like, cause a thumbtack wouldn't do it, but like, you know, some, something falls into the road and just makes your like tire blow up. And it's like, well, couldn't have anticipated that. And it was just a random thing, not because anybody did anything clever or because, you know, any, anything was particularly difficult. I just got real unlucky. And that's like, to me, the, the thing in the back, cause it's like, they get thrown around all the time, even against nobody bad guy, even against humans, right. They get thrown against walls. And it's like, well, yeah, you're getting thrown against a wall. It's no big deal. Right. Like you don't, you don't need to brace yourself against getting thrown against a wall. Cause it's just a wall. Um, and so you let your guard down in some areas and you don't let your guard down in other areas. So I, I, I don't know. To me, it didn't strike it as like, was it anticlimactic in that? Like, yeah, it feels like they should go out against somebody big, but also it's like, but no, they're not going to, cause they're going to beat the person who's really big. Cause the stakes are higher. Right. So I don't know. I just needed Dean to go down in a blaze of glory. And I'm also really bitter that he won. Like he had this whole, he won against God. And then he died immediately afterwards. Like, do we know that it was immediately I, after? We don't know. We have no idea. So I, I can only take what I'm shown on I, screen. So okay, and that's another thing is maybe I'm as, I was assuming this, and that's not fair because I really maybe they should have said something. But I assumed it had been like a couple of years of like them just not being active. Like they're trying. So now to find I'm supposed jobs. to assume they're old. See, that's why they did not provide enough information. Right. You're right. Right. You're right, right. Are they fifty now? Oh, no, no. I was thinking like, like two years, but like two years like of them I trying don't... to find jobs and not finding them. Right. Like that, because they seemed overly excited to find a job that was their kind of job in this, in this case for me. And I was like, all right, so like they just haven't had much to do. Right. Like, um, I don't know. They seem super relaxed I and just, stuff. So, yeah. I, I just feel like Dean deserved better. Uh, you know, he died on a job that was one of his dad's unfinished jobs. So Dean never... Dean died as he anticipated he would die in season one. Yeah. So he got know. nothing in the end. What's the I, point? I what is fine, the point? And I wanted him to get nothing in the end because what he found was the like. I didn't need him to have like a family or whatever, but I, I needed him to like 
if he was gonna die, it needed to be more glorious, and it needed. <laughs> I I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I mean, you laugh, I, but I've spent fifteen seasons with this character, and I'm angry. Like I'm angry, and I don't. I, like I guess it. I the thing is, I agree with him on the like, hey, it was always gonna be this way. I, I just feel like I always. But I think that is anti-team free will. And I believe that is not the point of the show. The point of the show is to get out of the loop. And so in the end, Dean never got out of the loop. Neither of them did. Sam and Dean lived out the lives they predicted for themselves in episode one. Well, but for Sam, it's the life he wanted. Right? He wanted a family. So for Sam, it's different. Yes, but did he want a family without Dean there? I mean, that's... that was on Dean, not on Sam. So um, I, I don't know. I, I don't have any real objections to to the, the ending for either of them. I, I feel like it was appropriate and not really a destiny thing and more of a like, if left to our own devices, this is what we were going to end with. But now we at least know we accomplished something, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm fine if Dean can't live in a world where he can't fight. But it's it just, I would rather Dean have gone off into the Grey Havens then. I would rather he have called up Jack on the phone and just been like, hey, Jack, I'm done. Like, take You know me what home. would have been actually more satisfying to me was them mutually agreeing to part ways. Sam's like, you know, I think it's time for me to settle down. And Dean's like, you know, that's cool. I'm going to keep fighting because I can't do anything or because I don't want to do anything else. Right. And then he dies at some point within like a couple of years that way. Um, but like, and Sam is somehow there and he's like, Hey, no, this is not your fault for not being there. Right. Like we both chose our own lives and this is, this is how I wanted it to be rather than, or like, this is how it was always going to be because it's how I want it to be or something like that. Right. Um, so indicating that he's choosing that, not just resigned to it. So I, okay. I can, I can get on board with that. Um, because there is that sort of, he was clearly not resigned to it until like in the moment. He's like, all right, well, I guess this is it. Um, uh, so it could be better, but in the end. I mean, I thought that, I thought the words they said were very moving. I cried, right? Like yeah. I, I thought Dean said all the right things to Sam so that Sam could continue to live. Uh, I just thought it was unsatisfactory. Um, I would rather Dean have died in the fight against God. Like, uh, so if he was going to die and have to go to heaven, I would rather him have died there than on a rusty nail. Now, what in- we're not talking about, though, is the really important thing, which is younger Dean. And the fact that he has the tattoo. <laughs> well, that's because they're still demons. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's like, but do you think does he did he go into the family business or is it just for protection? I think it's just for protection. Okay. All right. Probably. Yeah. Sam would probably be like, all right, you, uh, we're getting serious. You're going to get a tattoo. Any kids we have, they're going to get a tattoo. (laughs) Uh, all of our extended family getting tattoos. (laughs) Let's do this. So the only problem I have with Sam's ending is that was that woman Eileen? What the hell? (laughs) Like faceless wife. Like I understand. It couldn't be Eileen because we would have seen Eileen if it was her. No, so I, I don't I don't know. So why wouldn't it be Eileen? Did we just waste epi- seasons of Sam and Eileen's uh, relationship? Like, wh- I, I don't like that. I don't like that we can't even give this woman a face and make her Eileen. Like, you know, and, and if and if you couldn't show a face because of COVID, he could have texted Eileen and been like, hey, Eileen, I'm going to be there in five minutes or like said off into the 
you know, talking to his son, like, hey, Eileen, you know, do this for whatever, right? Like, I, I don't. I guess I, I, to me, I don't know that it was ever important who Sam ended up with, just that he ended up with somebody. And that like the father son relationship of him sort of breaking the toxic cycle was going to be a big, a big thing. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like him having a son was way more important than who he ended up with. So I just need to stop you right there because this is not about shipping. This is not about who Sam does or does not end up with. This is about the story and the representation of female characters in Supernatural. This episode says women are not important. There's one woman in this episode and she's a throwaway vampire from season one. This is the one woman with any importance in this episode and she's faceless. Not just faceless, but nameless. They couldn't even give her a name. Whether he ends up with Aline or not, who he has been dating for seasons and narratively makes sense for him to end up with. That's not the issue. The issue is the representation of women. This is deeply offensive. Oh, that's, you know, you're fair. You are, you're totally right. What was the point of Sam dating Aline? If they weren't going to end up together, fine. But she was the person he was trying to get to when God was doing away with all of humanity. She was the one he cared about more than anything, but not enough to check up on her after humanity is restored. He never gets to see that she is brought back. Did Sam not care about her? But ultimately, my biggest problem with this episode, with this take, uh, is the deeply offensive notion that women are just vessels to bear sons. Sam marries a nameless, faceless woman because she is unimportant other than she was a means of producing a biological Winchester son. This episode states that a woman is no more than her womb, and that offends me to the core of my being, and I cannot forgive this episode for that. Mm. No, you're... Yeah, I mean, I guess especially with what you, like what you just said, he, he, she was the one he was trying to fight to or fight his way to. Like that should have been the first thing he checked after Jack brought people back, right? Like definitely the first thing. Um, maybe even he just gets a message from her at that point. Um, because yeah, I, I guess even if she's not the one that he ends up with, finding out that she's okay would would have been important. Um, yeah, and then finding endings to Charlie and um, basically girls, the the other hunters, right? Um, who right. we talked about, Jody, Jody, um, Jody, and the girls, all, all of them. Yeah, no, that that you are hundred percent right. That's a huge miss that I did not think about at all. Mm. Like Ugh. it made me angry. Like obviously obviously i'm very emotional about this it's you a are. show that i have invested <laughs> you know 15 seasons in and they can't even give us uh, a face like so so all i meant i don't think it was important who sam ended with but that doesn't mean eileen herself wasn't important right like we she deserved in and of herself that relationship and deserved a comment right um and she deserved a comment and mm. I, I do wonder how much of this is COVID and how much of this is just them overlooking things because. But even with COVID, things, right? you can fix it with a text message. You You're can right. fix it with a voice to somebody off screen. You can fix it like, you know, like, like Cass, if you don't want him there with COVID, then, you know, you end with a scene where he says something from off screen and you just recorded it from some other location. Right. Yeah. And he didn't and they, actually physically They did appear. have a lot of time and carry on to work with. Like it, yes. it was not a packed episode. The episode drags. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wasn't going to say it drags, but they definitely had extra time to work with. Like it, you could have done a lot more without it feeling packed. Um, I mean, 
I, I never wanted it to go faster. <laughs> That's uh, which to me is my personal definition of dragging. But um, but you could absolutely have spent the time on a couple more characters for sure. Um, especially because like I don't know who cares about the vampire being Jenny, right? Like no, is, that was pointless. That was pointless. Um, the one I, female is a throwback to season one that nobody remembers. Yeah, uh, and I, I think they were trying to be clever because I think that was their first vampire hunt. So, like, they're, I guess the authors were trying to be clever because it's like, hey, look, first vampire hunt, last vampire hunt. Um, but that's not nearly as important as a lot of the other stuff that they overlooked. Um, I'm glad Bobby got a note. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, well, let's, uh, I guess let's get some fan fiction. Uh, going yes that's what I, I was like i need fan fiction applied to this stat and i've never yes. read supernatural fan fiction uh but i'm now's like i need now's <laughs> the time i need something uh this is not uh satisfaction um so we need this fan fiction for all these other characters we need an explanation of why because i, I guess the thing too is we basically need to assume it's not eileen because otherwise we needed to see her so then it's like okay well then what does she do with her life like that they saved and then saved again, right? Um, and how many times has she helped him and obviously was important, right? Because presumably, like, I feel like Eileen and Sam are going to have to be on good terms regardless of what happens, right? Um, I can't imagine them not being. Um, hmm. So what are the, all the things, what are all the character, the things you want to be true for the characters we don't know anything about? Uh... Well, I want Sam to have married Eileen. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, I want Charlie to be happy. Um, uh, whether that was with the girl we last saw her with or somebody else. Um, let's see. I, I want monster fighting to slowly be a thing that doesn't happen anymore. I, I want Jack to have done something so like monsters don't propagate or whatever. Right. Uh, I want hell to be fixed. Um, so that people aren't stuck there forever. Um, uh, and uh, I want Cass and Dean to be able to see each other. want an apology from G Dean and Sam's father to Dean and Sam <laughs> for their whole lives. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to know that everybody is going to be okay. So here's a question. Did, did Jack restore the universe or the multiverse i don't think we know because mm. that could be part of why jack and or why jack and d or excuse me jack and Cass aren't around maybe they're going off fixing the other universes um you know i i i'm thinking about how they could have done the okay we need to have a fight in the last episode but also we want monster hunting to not be a thing anymore um, and that could have been something as simple as like the vampires going like, well, we can't create new vampires anymore for some reason. So <laughs> we're just trying to survive or something. Right. You know what I really thought was happening in that last episode that I'm not sure I wanted to happen, but I really thought was happening for a moment there. 
I thought those guys weren't vampires. They were just serial killers. I and thought then, that too for a second. And then yeah. Sam chopped off his head and it was going to be, they were going to be arrested and go to jail. And I was like, <laughs> wow, what a way to end Supernatural. Uh, I, I mean, I thought that until the minute they mentioned that one of the people was drained of blood. I was like, okay, no, that's that's a vampire. Like they're not. Hey, but humans do weird stuff too. Well, so the cutting out the tongue, I was like, that could be a human for sure. But But finding a dead body in the house drained of blood, like finding it later and like, you know, another building somewhere where they would be able to set up equipment and whatnot. But like, you know, I, I think once they did that, I was like, all right, it's gotta be vampires. But, um, and, and then they found the thing in their dad's journal and all that, um, which still didn't necessarily mean it wasn't because if he never found it, then maybe it was just a human. Right. But, um, but I, I definitely thought that was a direction they could have gone to. Uh, it was, I, I'm glad it wasn't though. Cause yeah. Yeah. yeah that would have <laughs> been a weird ending. It would have been weird. I was like, this um, is a take. Um, I want to know that Jody and all yes, those girls are happy. 100%, um, all of them. And, and I think that would have been a big part of the, Hey, monster hunting is not a thing anymore. Right. Or we don't need to be. Right. Cause I, I don't want people repeating Sam and yeah. Dean's lives. Right. Like I want monster hunting to not be a thing. Uh, you yeah. Know? And so, so. It, it very much could have been a, like, Hey, the people who are currently doing this, some of them really need it. So it's like, all right, Jack, what you're going to do is you're going to have it so they can't create new ones anymore. So the people who are real hunters are just going to, they're going to clean up the final messes so that they feel like they did something when it's all done. Right. (laughs) Right. Because I I don't really see like a theological need in the balance of their universe for monsters to exist. Yeah. You and I talked about this. It's like humans cause enough bad to begin with. Right. Like that's, that's more than enough. Right. Um, Humans have the free will to do good and to do evil. And as we've said, as the show itself has said, like, hey, humans do. There's there's at least one episode with like a serial, you know, serial killers and people like, you know, imprisoning and and killing families and stuff like that. Like that happens in this universe, too. So do not need monsters, do not need unredeemable demons, you know. Well, and they uh, never truly resolved in a good way for me, like the question of monsters and can they be redeemed either like yes the werewolves we got this thing where yes you can live but like vampires the other monsters like i once again a whole bunch of plot threads that we never truly pulled on that i think would have been more interesting than some of those seasons they wasted so i did not like Um, at all in the second to last episode when when they ask jack and he's like yeah no i'm gonna go and it's different for me because chuck involved himself and i'm not going to uh i don't need them to like pray to me or to love me Right. Like that whole thing is like, no, that's that's a cop out, dude. You have limitless power. I'm sorry. No, you don't get to go off with just leaving. Like, like, right. no, there are things that you need to make better. Like, it's, it's a different thing if you're like, hey, I can't impose my free will on other humans or on human beings because that in and of itself is an act of evil. But there's a lot that you can do to make the world better that does not involve taking away people's free will. Right. Right. Um, so I, I that was a an unsatisfactory cop out, you know. You could, you could absolutely be like, all right, cancer is not a thing anymore. And, uh, you know, people, people live natural length lives because there's plenty of other stuff for people to contend with as it stands. And, um, and, oh yeah, demons, monsters, they're going away and demons can be redeemed. Okay, cool. Now, now you have a much better universe to operate in, but still have all your own choices to make. So yeah, uh, that was like Jack can do to fix things. There's a lot Jack could do to fix things without ever getting to the question of free will. Right. Um, Yep. So 
that is a bummer. Um, overall, though, the single relationship that mattered most in the whole thing was Sam and Dean. And they got to hug in the end, and that was good. And Dean didn't have to wait, like, an entire lifetime for that to happen. Yes, from his perspective, it was instantaneous, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I liked the ending with them on the bridge uh, and, uh, you know, back together, full circle. I have some questions that have to do with, you know, I hope that means Sam's wife isn't dead yet. Um, so. Yeah. Like, yeah, what does that look like when uh, Sam's wife dies? And then later on when his son dies, does like, like what yeah. age is everybody supposed to be at when they go to heaven and they interact with other people? Do they like, does Bobby I, really so see I himself like, as an old, as an, as an older man? Like, so I was, I was really interested if we were going to see uh, Mary and John and they were going to be the younger versions of themselves. Cause they have younger actors, right. Who play right. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do that. But then, of course, they didn't have them there because I I mean, I think that's COVID. They didn't want to have everybody, which is fine. But the Aline and casting could easily have been fixed even around COVID. Um, so this show feels like basically any show ending during COVID feels like a prime. Hey, let's have a reunion episode. Like like material. Yeah. Right. At some point, we'll we'll plug it in somewhere just just to make people happy, right? Because we can actually get people together again. Um, I don't think we're ever going to get it, but it would sure be nice. Yeah. So overall, I liked it. I, I think in my heart, uh, it did end with episode 19. I'm yeah. not sure episode 20 was truly necessary. Um, so, so you and I texted about this. We're like, what even is left? And one yeah. of the things we said was like, just to see them happy, I guess. And that's what 20 was for. Yeah, I'm just mad. Whether it did it well or not is a whole different happy. thing. But <laughs> but uh, but that's uh, but that was the whole point of it because you're 100 percent right. 19 is the actual end of the show. 20 or whatever to the season to the plot. 20 is just like, all right, well, that would be a really sudden ending. Like, what are they okay now? Like, and that's it. So yeah, I mean, I I, I could almost be like, watch 19 and then watch like the last 15 minutes of 20, and you're probably fine. Uh. <laughs> but uh yeah so i guess overall supernatural how do we feel it's over i'm glad i watched 15 seasons yeah i'm not glad of every season in that but i'm glad i stuck through the 15 so i'm glad that soulless sam did not destroy my love of supernatural (laughs) uh and that i kept watching uh you know i probably would have been able to start i think it was season seven live if not for season trying to watch season six but i i think this uh, i know i was a little bit behind you but i feel like we started watching the first season we were both at the live at the start of was the same one so i feel like we were both live at the beginning of eight and i think you were probably caught up part way through seven and i got caught up between seven and eight. Um, I, I would have been ready earlier, but I stopped watching for months because of season six. Like Um, I had been watching it every day and then months went by and I couldn't handle. So I think there's also something we probably both benefited from the fact that when we came to it, we were able to binge the first five, which were so solid as a set. And that helped deal. Cause I think if I was watching season six weekly, I don't, or season six and seven weekly, I would have lost it at some point in there and just stopped. Um, but the fact that it's like, okay, those first five seasons were solid. I can, I can push a little bit. Right. Um, 
it was easier to just be like, all right, well, I'm going to put these episodes on in the background and pay less attention because it's bad right now. Um, so, um, yeah, if uh, so, definitely do recommend, though, if you're going to watch it, do the first five. Even if you already know what happens because you listen to us, the first five are a good show. And then you can decide, okay, do I want to see how their story plays out with some good and a lot of not good <laughs> in there? Um, is it worth it to me to, st- to deal with stuff who people who really, really like this and recommended this show, depending on how much I like these first five seasons compared to how much they're talking it up, uh, do I want to deal with ep- seasons they say are really bad seasons of TV? <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's that. Um, you know, I think Supernatural is one of those shows that there's good episodes, there's bad episodes. It's kind of the last hangover of old television, right? Um, where you had episodic storytelling and you could have Monster of the Week. That's really not a thing anymore, I feel like. Um, yeah. Well, I think and, a good example is the new Charmed is definitely not like that. Right. Right. And because I enjoy a good Monster of the Week episode. Like there were definitely seasons where I was like, I just want this episode to be Sam and Dean killing something. Right. Like I don't need an overarching storyline. I just need two brothers. And at the end of the day, I need them to save people. And that's super uh, hunting things, uh, the family business. <laughs> yeah. So. Although later on, eventually it was saving the world, the family business, but. Yes. Hopefully it's not the family business. Hopefully it's just the two of them. And yes. that's it. Because it wasn't ever their father, really. Uh, and not their mother before. Mary she did got... come from a, she did come from a family of hunters. Right, right. But she didn't save the world. Like hunters no, don't do nobody that. Did. Right. Like that's, that was no. Sam and Dean and only Sam and Dean. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, hey, God himself said that they were special and their story was special. So ugh. that's true. Yeah, I, it's true. hard to believe Supernatural's over, though. Like, and I think that's it a big is. thing, too, is I was definitely crying for like the second half of that last episode. And so much oh, of it I is cry. just though, like, I can't believe this is over. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe this is the end and that yeah. there's not going to be any more. And, you know, and none of the spinoffs succeeded. The terrible one or the <sighs> good one. Oh my gosh, I'm so mad we're not getting Wayward Sisters. Hey, at least we didn't get that first one and not get Wayward Sisters, right? Uh, that would have that been That would be truly awful. <laughs> that would be worse. Um, uh, so, yeah, Supernatural. It's the end of an era. Uh, you know, there is fan fiction out there. I have no recommendations because I haven't read any of it. But uh, I don't think there's anything there. really to fill its void right now um, as far as shows. Like, everything I'm watching is superhero shows. And I guess Charmed, the new Charmed, which I know, need to catch up on Charmed. There's, it's really easy to, it's, you know, not a lot yeah, happening on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Well, and also like, you know, COVID means shows are not yeah. starting when they would and all that. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, you need to watch uh, Stargirl because it's delightful. Um, <laughs> it, it's just, it is a delightful little superhero show that targets younger younger teens rather than older teens. So it's a skews younger than the other superhero shows we watch. Um, it's not yet torn up by continuity like all the other ones. Like it's not weighed down by any <laughs> of that. Uh, and it stars a young teenage girl and she's a badass and it's great. Um, so highly recommend. Uh, and then I need to start Swamp Thing because that made its way to the CW from the DC streaming service. And I've been recording that and haven't watched it yet. But And of course... 
If you have a void in your life because of Supernatural and you have not read the Dresden Files, please do so. 100%. Yeah. We got two books uh, in like a, what was it? Like a month span? Two months span? Like yeah. That. I haven't, I haven't read them yet. So okay. um, that's my holiday reading. So they're yeah. fun. They're, they go by quick. Um, they cl- yeah. very clearly are one book split into two. <laughs> yeah. So when, yeah. when you read it, you're like, you get through the end of the first one, you're like, uh, What? And then you remember, oh, the next one comes out in a couple of weeks, and then it does. And you're like, oh yeah, okay, this was just a chapter break. <laughs> um, yep. So yep. Good times. All right. Well, do we have anything more to say about Supernatural? Uh, we don't. It's gone forever. So long. And I, I really want to actually ride in a '67 Impala at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not all it's cracked up to. No, be, probably not. Uh, yeah. And you know, I. Uh, and right now I'm watching random Supernatural episodes to help me with the the pain. Uh, oh my gosh. So. Can I just say that one of my most satisfying things I saw was the band Kansas tweeting at the end uh, after the finale. Because, of course, Carry On My Wayward Son is just, you know, it it's is, like the it theme for the, the show. Oh, and they didn't yes. put it on at the beginning of the premiere. They waited until later, I noticed that. Was, I noticed. I noticed immediately. I was like... Oh, they're saving it for when it's appropriate. And then they did it twice, right? They did the regular show and then yeah. a regular song and then a, a new take Evanescence. on it. Was it Evanescence? Was it Ev- I don't know. It sounded like them. Uh, I, I thought it could have been, <laughs> it could have been them. It could have been, um, what's her name? Um, uh, I don't know. Could, it could have been like Lana Del Rey or Florence and the Machine or I don't know. There's a whole bunch of people it could have been. Um, but it was a quite a take on it i'm definitely gonna have to get that version of the song Uh, so yeah yeah goodbye sam and dean goodbye carry on have fun in heaven there'll be peace when you are done (laughs) no more demon fighting in heaven at least yeah one would hope so (laughs) all right that is it um all right. As usual, you can follow me on Twitter at Brown underscore Aja. You can follow Michael at Auhim. That's A-U-H-I-M. And uh, I probably said that wrong. And you can follow uh, the podcast at Triv Crucial. Yeah. You didn't say it right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. I don't even know how to say it myself. So you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, carry on. Yeah. Carry on.